0: Locked On Podcast Network and Odyssey present Locked On Today.
1: Giannis and the Bucks get on the board. Any need to worry in Phoenix? Plus, with the first pick in the Major League Baseball draft, the Pirates select. I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the stories you need to know and the biggest debates in sports. You're Locked On Today.
0: Searching all major sports found Let's start with the biggest story.
1: Giannis and was not going to have it. Not on his home floor. He puts up 41, 13, and six, and the Bucks roll the Phoenix Suns 120 to 100 to get back in the NBA Finals. They now trail two games to one. Joining me now from Locked On Bucks, Frank Madden, and Frank. The the storyline, of course is Giannis. And, and I think we have to talk about the secondary pieces, but we're going to do that in a second because let's just revel in this moment for Giannis because he becomes only the third player in the finals to have back-to-back 40 and 10 games. What has clicked here for Antetokounmpo?
2: I mean, it it hasn't mattered a whole lot who the Suns have put on him. I think DeAndre Ayton's obviously just with his size the best individual matchup, um, you know, in terms of trying to slow Giannis down. Uh, Certainly, Ayton's foul trouble tonight, which Giannis was a part of getting him into foul trouble, obviously. That was, I think, a a part of the storyline tonight. Um, But again, I mean, the Suns are basically letting him get into single coverage, and he's just... Going at them and getting downhill. He talked about it after the game. He's hey, he's just trying to get downhill and make plays either for himself or teammates. And he didn't get off to the fastest of starts tonight, uh, but was was playmaking for a pump for for his teammates early, getting uh, other guys set up for layups and dunks uh, in the first half. Before he really started to get it going in the second quarter. And again, when he's in single coverage faced up, whether it's you know Aiton or certainly Jay Crowder or any of the smaller guys in the Suns. He's just so hard to contain. His physicality is just a ton. And even when he misses a shot, as we saw tonight, he really didn't have his his anything going from mid-range tonight, which he did in the previous game. But he's just so relentless, getting his own misses, getting putbacks. And again, just the physicality is overwhelming. And tonight, obviously, as well, getting to the free throw line a ton for the second straight game, but making more of those free throws as well. So, um, you know, it's still amazing to think, you know, whatever it was uh, less than two weeks ago, thinking his season is probably over to, hey, maybe he plays in the finals to hopefully he can last the finals to we just saw two of the best back-to-back performances we've ever seen in the history of the finals.
1: The Bucks didn't need huge games from Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday, but they didn't get even small games in Game Two. And if they had Giannis, his his monster night in Game Two might not have been for naught. In this game, the Bucks got just enough from those guys. Drew Holiday, in particular, with twenty-one and nine on eight of fourteen shooting. What changed for them?
2: It was interesting because, again, I wouldn't say either of those guys played, you know, had had big four quarter, 48 minute type games. But uh, Chris Middleton in the first half, 15 points. Uh, he really kind of steadied the ship, especially early going. I mean, people forget. I mean, the the, the Suns came out shooting, I think, sixty-three percent in the first quarter. They were up, and they really needed Middleton's early shot making and playmaking to kind of keep that ship steady, especially as we mentioned. Giannis wasn't, you know, getting downhill. He did you know he wasn't having a really efficient first quarter either. So Middleton in the first half, he was really key to kind of helping spur a big run to get into halftime up fifteen. We saw the second quarter has been uh, well, something of a disaster in, in, in Phoenix. The, the first two games for the Bucks, they have not been able to close out halves in the first two games tonight. The tables were turned. They go on that big run to close the first half to go up 15. And then Drew Holiday, I mean, you know, Cam Johnson comes out, has a huge dunk, hits a big three to get the Suns within four in the third quarter and obviously what you got from Holiday and and Middleton was certainly enough, as you put it.
1: Locked On Today is brought to you in partnership with Odyssey, your new home for music, news, sports, and podcasts. Download the Odyssey app today. Coming up, any need to worry in Phoenix after getting blown out in Game 3? That's next. Now,
0: here's what you need to be locked on today.
1: There's still plenty of hatred toward the Astros, which made what Jose Altuve did to the Yankees that much sweeter for Locked On Astros and all the Houston fans.
3: That just happens, Zaystown wheelhouse. Jose Altuve buzzers what? I'm sorry, this poverty fan base theory that Jose was wearing a buzzer in 2019. Well, there you go. We are better. The Astros win the final game of the series, going into the All-Star break on a winning note. That's right. Your guy, Jose Altuve, the daddy of the Yankees. Call him daddy Yankee from now on. They win 8-7. No humility here in H-Town. That's right. Because we heard it all weekend long from this fan base. It was a tough series. The Yankees outplayed us in the first two games. But this third game, we came back, smashed them in the mouth when it counted with our guy, our 2017 MVP, Jose Altuve, walking it off. Man, you love to see it. You love to see it. That's right, the Astros win. The Astros win the third game of the series.
1: Italy claimed its first European championship since 1968 after a pair of saves in a dramatic 3-2 penalty shootout victory in the Euro 2020 final against England at Wembley on Sunday. It wasn't just that pair of saves. Marcus Rashford also missed by hitting the post with his spot kick to give Roberto Mancini's team glory in London. Novak Djokovic tied Roger Federer and Rafael Nadal by claiming his 20th Grand Slam title Sunday, coming back to beat Matteo Berrettini 6'7", 6'4", 6'4", 6'3", in the Wimbledon final. The top-ranked Djokovic earned his third consecutive championship at the all England Club and sixth overall. That's what happened last night. Here's what to look for this month on BetOnline.ag. The NBA draft is less than three weeks away, and the first overall pick might be a lock, but you can still bet on it. The BetOnline.ag lines for the first pick in the NBA draft are Cade Cunningham. At minus 2,500, then you've got Evan Mobley at 10 to 1, Jalen Green at 10 to 1, Jalen Suggs at 14 to 1, and Jonathan Kaminga at 20 to 1. For all your NBA finals, MLB, Olympics, and golf lines, betonline.ag has you covered. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use the promo code LOCKEDON for a 50% welcome bonus is another story you need to know. For the Phoenix Suns side of it, at least one guy will be very disappointed it is not Suns and four. And that guy may or may not be Brendan Clean, not who I was talking about, but Brendan Clean from Locked On Suns joining me now. And Brendan, uh, after coming out and just shooting the lights out in game two, Phoenix not able to reach that same sort of offensive peak here in game three. What was the difference in your mind?
0: There's a lot of things. I think you look at the box score and it's going to jump out to a lot of people that the best players on the Suns did not play a lot of minutes. And those are those are different reasons for everybody. We don't know what's going on with Devin Booker, why he has been absent from some of these late game situations. DeAndre Ayton, the foul trouble in the third quarter, the Suns cut it to four. He is not on the court when they have to go to a new lineup and they lose that momentum. And then you look at Mikhail Bridges having a poor night, Chris Paul not having to be out there because the game got out of reach. And I think that's pretty clear. The other guys played a lot of minutes, were super impactful. The Suns players, not so much. It's sometimes uh, that simple.
1: DeAndre Ayton, who had been outstanding in this series, got into foul trouble early, but the Bucks had already started to make a run when Ayton had those foul issues and had to come out of the game. How much of uh, Ayton not being in there do you think, played a factor in what ended up being a barrage from the Bucs?
0: Yeah, you saw Giannis obviously have an incredible push when Aiton had to leave the game. You saw the rebounding, which was, I believe it ended 47-36, to which is obviously not a winning formula. I think the Suns actually had a good response. They went super small with Jay Crowder, Cam Johnson, and Mikael Bridges all on the floor at the same time, made a run. That was when I said that they cut the lead to four after the massive Cam Johnson dunk. And then... The, the, the move after that I think would be put Aiton back on the floor yes he has four fouls but you have the momentum back let's get this job done get the lead back that's when Frank Kaminsky and Torrey Craig enter Giannis continues to do his thing the Suns do not have an answer with that unit out there and that's really where the the uh, hinges fell off
1: some of the first three games for both teams can be attributed to shooting variance three-point shooting especially all that stuff but the Bucks with Giannis in game 2 were able to find something Phoenix had no answer for and and we saw that again in game 3. Th- this Giannis thing is a problem for Phoenix. How can they change that? And and can they change that?
0: If he's going to play with this amount of force and energy and hustle and skill, frankly, 6 assists is 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 incredible from him, then no. I mean, we talked I think before the series about how Giannis averaged 40 in the regular season matchups. Granted, it was only 2 but games two and three in this series are taking a very similar formula. The Suns need to beat the other guys. They need to win on their margins. And if Giannis scores 40, they probably can't do much about that. Because yes, Ayton is great at defending Giannis. But great players defending Giannis, he still can score 40. So you look at 28 assists for to just nine turnovers for the Bucs. It's those little things where that can't happen. If Giannis is going to score, he's going to score. But you can't let... Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday, Bobby Portis have really big games on top of that.
1: With the first pick in the MLB draft, the Pirates select our cue of the day is next. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. It's the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. For a limited time, you can get their grasshopper cookie flavor. It is unbelievable. If you can still get it, buy it, buy it. Otherwise, they have awesome base flavors, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, cookies and cream. The German chocolate is also really, really good. And best of all, they're all high in protein, high in fiber, and yet low net carb and low sugar. I don't know how they do it. They taste amazing, all covered in real chocolate. They're easy to chew, not not granular, not not chalky, not not difficult to chew. Like you feel like you're gonna chew them for six minutes. That's not what these bars are. They are the real deal. And guess what? Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. So go to built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com.
0: Agree or disagree? This is the Q of the day.
1: Outside of the NBA Finals, the biggest story in sports last night Major League Baseball had its draft. The Pittsburgh Pirates had the number one pick. And the first of many surprises, Henry Davis, a catcher from Louisville, was the number one overall pick. A pair of Vandy players went in the top ten. Joining me now from Locked On MLB Prospects, RM Layton. And we talked about this before we jumped on. There were plenty of surprises to talk about. What's the big one that jumps out to you?
4: Well, of course, the the number one overall pick is the craziest just start to what was an insane draft all through and through. I mean, Henry Davis, incredibly talented player who I actually thought could be considered for number one. You could pair his stats with some of the other guys that have gone uh, in that spot in the top one or two picks. He's right there with Joey Bart, who went second overall in 2018, Uh, but even Henry Davis didn't know he was going number one overall until an hour before. But I like the pick. I really do. They save some money. They can use that money to overslot, which means, you know, pay a little extra for a guy that may be threatening to go to college. As We talked about it off the air. There's so much that goes into a baseball draft and so much strategy. And uh, I love the pick at one. I thought that was crazy. The other crazy one to me, there were several, was Khalil Watson at 16. I guess I look dumb now. I had him at number three. He falls all the way to 16 with the Marlins. They're going to have to pay a little bit of extra money to be able to sign him, but that was one of the surprise falls of this year's draft and a really talented kid in Watson as well. But just so many wild picks throughout the first round and through the top 10 even.
1: Yeah, Watson was was considered in the mix to be the number one overall player and, and really a consensus top five player, yet he falls to to Miami at 16. If you're looking at a guy, and and a lot of these guys we know, it's going to take time. It's why I think we don't get as enthused about the, the MLB draft the same way we do the NFL or or the NBA draft because we're not going to see these guys for one, two, three, even four years. But if there is a guy that you can see at the top of this draft who's going to come in relatively early and make an impact, what's the name you're looking at?
4: I love that you asked that question because there's two guys that got drafted in this Uh, draft class that I think could be in the bigs this year. Uh, One of them would be Sam Bachman, who was selected by the LA Angels. I always want to say Anaheim, the LA Angels. And I'm not kidding. Sam Bachman is already the second best bullpen arm for the Angels. And that's a testament to Bachman being very talented. He's got the fastball. He's got the slider and they're both incredible 70 grade pitches, but also The Angels, we know they just don't have any good pitching ever, and they just leave Mike Trout out to dry. Shohei Otani's there too, though, and Trout's going to come back. They're threatening for a playoff spot. I think they're going to rush Bachman up like we saw Garrett Crochet with the White Sox last year, and he ended up pitching in the postseason, skipped through the minor leagues. I think we could see something similar there with Bachman. Also with Will Bednar as well, uh, who was selected by the Giants. He's got that polish in the two pitches that could go straight to a big league bullpen. That's a unique thing about some of these pitchers today out of college is they're so darn good that if you have two-plus pitches and you can command them, they can put you right in the bullpen right away. And I think both those guys could be up as soon as this year as those teams try to make a playoff push.
1: And finally, police have confiscated more than a dozen weapons and a 1,000 rounds of ammunition from a hotel near Coors Field in Denver, Colorado, the site of Tuesday's Major League Baseball All-Star Game. Thanks with tip from an alert hotel mate. The housekeeper called police after finding the weapons cache, which included 16 long guns, body armor, and ammo. Denver's FBI office said they are not aware of any threat to the All-Star Game events, venues, player, or community at this time. Now that you've got the news, go make some money. Listen to Locked on Bets, download to subscribe wherever you get your podcast coming up Tuesday. It's the Shohei Otani Show. The Shohei Show otherwise known as the Major League Baseball All-Star Break. So at least until tomorrow, stay locked on today.